The NFL is back. I'm back after 10 days or whatever. Um, and yeah, let me go. I think I'll start off going into the AFC East and those four teams, those four matchup. Uh, the first one is the actually the only interdivision matchup uh, with the Dolphins at the Patriots. And, you know, I honestly no, I had no idea what to expect from Mac Jones. I know if we're comparing him to, say, Cam Newton, he was definitely going to have the ability to push the ball more downfield. Uh, the offense would be back to uh, the the usual offense that people were seeing for two decades. Uh, so that's that's what we saw more of. Mac Jones was... I would say impressive, just based on his stat line: twenty-nine for thirty-nine, two eighty-one, a touchdown, no interceptions. So a good, reasonable start for the rookie quarterback. And I think if we're diving into the mistakes, the final score was seventeen to sixteen, Miami, uh, which obviously is never great when the Patriots lose. But uh, there's some things that can be cleaned up and there's thing i mean to me the patriots should have had the lead at least late in this game probably with like maybe two minutes to go in the fourth quarter they should have had the lead but um i will get to that in a sec uh yeah so there's like the the mistakes early on you had the stevenson uh the ramondre stevenson fumble and he's the rookie running back out of oklahoma had a really good preseason leading up to this and that's what happens if you're a rookie especially in the Patriots organization you're going to be on a short leash and he had an initial carry for i think it was like two yards then he had the 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 catch in which he um sub subsequently fumbled after that and that's that was it that was he was it so he had one carry for two yards one catch for nine yards and then a fumble for a loss so that was the initial mistake and that really made it become the uh the why am i drawing a blank the damian harris show for the running back position he actually had a decent day had over 100 or 100 yards exactly rushing uh you had nelson Aguilar, the the free agent acquisition or one of the free agent acquisitions that the patriots made five receptions 72 yards and a touchdown so that was good um how did the tight ends do i i don't think they had any it wasn't too crazy yeah so john smith five catches 42 yards hunter henry three catches 31 yards so that's kind of I guess the expectation you would think that they would probably, you know, eventually maybe I think Smith would be the candidate to have the bigger, the bigger plays. Uh, I think Hunter Henry is going to just be a good tight end to uh, catch passes just to advance the ball, move the chains type of deal. But Smith does have that big playability at tight end and then especially in the red zone. And that's where, and that's, that's another separator is the red zone. So, the Patriots defense only allowed the Dolphins in the red zone twice, but the problem is that Miami scored two both times. And on the other hand, New England four times in the in the red zone, only one touchdown, a lot of settling for field goals. Uh that's that's another thing that um could have been completely different. One touchdown uh versus a field goal 
yeah, that, that could have been a difference in this game. Um, and they had the opportunity too. They, they had that late interception. Um, it was kind of a, kind of a weird thing. It was, it was off the hands, off the defender's hands of Jonathan Jones. And then Gasecki had an opportunity to bring it into the Miami Dolphins tight end. And then it goes back to Jones. Anyway, the Patriots had the ball in really good field position. They were driving down the field. Damian Harris, who, like I said, was having a really good day, decides to, you know, <laughs> blow it pretty much. And um, credit to Xavier Howard, one of the better cornerbacks in the entire league, uh, who was able to come away with it, took advantage of Harris not covering up the ball with both of his arms or hands, still had the single, the single arm carry going as he was entering the pile of Dolphins defenders. And yeah, the ball went to Howard before Harris hit the ground, and that's that was pretty much it. To where uh, the Patriots had a tall task of trying to defend Miami from getting two first downs, running out the clock completely. They did their best, but um, there was a sneak by backup quarterback for Miami, Jacoby Brissett, who was a former Patriot quarterback. He was used for for QB sneak situations on say third and short um down plays and that was that was very effective and that's what closed up the game at the, at the end of the day um so going back to mac jones i'm not i'm not worried at all by by this i think it was a really solid performance what over i'm trying to think that's just under 75 percent completion percentage so hold on I mean, that's i don't know 29 divided by 30 right at head 24 percent yeah so 74 percent completion percentage for your debut most passing yards by a patriots qb in their first start um i think ever so that's a good sign uh but yeah they just couldn't you know close out the win i think if stevenson doesn't make that uh mistake of fumbling early on they can they probably would have been a little bit more effective in in the running game uh and, and allowed harris to get a little bit more uh rest because after that you had i mean if i'm looking at the rushing stats harris yeah 23 carries then james white had four carries for 12 yards so not super effective john o. smith ran the ball once for six yards brendan bolden was in there too but as as we know, Bolden's more of a a special teamer, uh, utility kind of guy. Uh, so he's not really expected to have a big workload at the running back position. Um, I think the the Patriots may be feeling uh, the absence of Stephon Gilmore in the secondary for these first six weeks. Uh, I think uh, there was definitely some just in watching the highlights because unfortunately I couldn't watch the game I was working. But uh, just in the highlights that I was seeing, there's a lot um, uh, of separation uh, the Miami receivers were able to uh, create there, though those Miami receivers are are very good. I mean, you have Devontae Parker, uh, Jalen Waddell is in there too. Um, of course, you have Gasecki at the tight end position, but I don't think he did much. He was, I think he only had like two targets. So, uh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you, you had you set up everything well. You limited Tua Tagovailoa to 
202 passing yards, a touchdown, an interception. It's just, yeah, the, the fumbles were costly, especially at the end of the game when you could, if, say, you, you don't convert on a third down or whatever in the red zone, you still have Nick Folk, who was very good, three for three on field goals, made an extra point as well. Uh, you had him set up to to at least get the, the two-point lead there, go up 19-17. Um, but no, this, it just didn't happen. And you hope that the it's it's kind of not a replay of last year to where you had that Seattle game in week three to where Cam Newton gets, um, or week two or three, I can't remember exactly, um, where Cam Newton gets stopped at the goal line. And then it, what really came to my mind was the game at Buffalo last season when Cam Newton um, had, Pagers had a super good opportunity to, I think, basically make a game-winning field goal as the clock expired against Buffalo last season. And, uh, yeah, Newton Newton fumbled the ball there, and that was a costly loss to the season, giving the, st- the standings. And, you know, those two games probably didn't, wasn't going to make a difference um, in, in the grand scheme of things last season. But um, still, you, you want to try to win those close games. So hopefully – this doesn't turn into a trend <laughs> for the rest of the season, but uh, anyway, yeah, it was it was. Um, I, I'm not too disappointed by this result. Um, I just think that uh, we just when it comes to the opportunities in the red zone, you have to take advantage. Can't settle for field goals. Um, just continue doing what you're doing uh, to to that got you in the red zone, you know, and, uh, but credit to Miami's defense too. They were able to lock it up pretty well. Um, so there was that. And with the, uh, with another team in the AFC East, you have the Buffalo bills and they had a pretty tough opponent in the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, in week one here and the Steelers, pulled off the win, pulled off the upset win because I think Buffalo was a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, yeah, Steelers won 23-16, and it was credit to Buffalo's defense. That was It was a super dominant performance in the first half, uh, but actually by both sides because even if you're the Steelers, you got to be happy with limiting Buffalo to only four, uh, not 14, 10 points in the first half. And, yeah, it was really just – uh, yeah, t- a tale of two halves at that point. Um, to where the Bills only score, uh, yeah, six in the second half. Steelers score all 23 of their points, um, including a massive, massive fourth quarter to where um, Pittsburgh first drive of the of the second half. Gets a field goal by Boswell, gets some points on the board, starts building that confidence. They get another field goal at the end of the third quarter. And then, uh, yeah, but they, Buffalo just couldn't do what they had to do. They decided to take some risk and, and, and try to, and, and try to, you know, just push the ball to where they would turn over on downs at, yeah, they were in. Pittsburgh territory, yeah, on the 35-yard line. So, I I mean, I think – I know it was windy there in Buffalo yesterday, so maybe they weren't too confident in the kicking of of Tyler Bass or Cody Bass. What, who the – Bass? I know his last name is Bass. I think it's Tyler Bass. 
Why am I drawing a blank on that? I guess the the Bills kicker doesn't quite come to mind, you know, right off the – yeah, Tyler Bass. That's what I thought. Anyway, so, yeah, they, they must have not been confident in Bass just based off of how the wind was blowing. And so they just, yeah, decided to go for it, and the Steelers' defense locked it up for sure. Uh, T.J. Watt had a good performance. They had a fumble recovery there in, in the first half of that game to um, – to kind of change momentum there. Granted, they didn't score after that. They just uh, they just punted. But uh, T.J. Watt uh, definitely definitely fulfilling his recent extension that he signed. And then yeah, if we look at the second play that was turnover on downs, it was at the Pittsburgh forty-one, and they wow, that's kind of surprising a seven yard loss. So they just completely infiltrated or whatever the heck that was going on. They just, so that means the Steelers defensive front just absolutely took advantage of the bills offensive line. Um, yeah. So then Pittsburgh is able to get a field goal after the first one, a touchdown after the second turnover on downs. And then they respond with a block punt after a three and out by Buffalo to score a touchdown. So, yeah, it just like that, like Pittsburgh scoring four times in a row, field goal, field goal, touchdown, block, punt, touchdown. Um, and at that point, yeah, Buffalo was – you couldn't – they they just couldn't – the defense kind of collapsed a little bit, at least compared to the first half. Uh, and and this, the, the offense at that point couldn't climb out of that hole. And yeah, now you're looking at Buffalo at 0-1, kind of like New England. I mean, I wouldn't be too concerned. Still a super tough matchup um, or a matchup that they shouldn't take too lightly next week in Miami uh, because obviously the Dolphins, the only team to get a win, and I'll get to the, the Jets who, who lost to Carolina in a sec. But uh, yeah, the, the Bills, you know, even though it's early, even though we got a 17-game season this year, uh, you gotta really, you know, t- try to take advantage and and be as close as possible to the teams in your division because they lose next week. Dolphins now two and zero. The Bills zero and two. Not necessarily ideal. Kind of makes you want to hit the the um, the panic button. But uh, like I said, the, this this offense is good. The defense proved the point especially in the first half it's just that yeah the Steelers turned it up a notch they were able to score you know every single time they got the ball yeah like I said field goal field goal touchdown the block punt for the touchdown another field goal and then they ran out the clock once they got the onside kick recovery so both Patriots and Bills don't panic there now I will get to the final team here the Jets also starting on a rookie quarterback and second overall pick, Zach Wilson, who, you know, I think had a typical rookie performance, you know, where there was definitely some some high moments for sure, definitely some low points. I think the the one interception was super costly to where he just yeah, completely misread the coverage and then, yeah, basically threw it right to a linebacker or safety in the middle of the field. But he did have the two touchdown passes. Um, granted, one of them was was late in the game. But, uh, 
yeah, 20 for 37, 258. So not terrible. It's just that, uh, you know, what more did the Jets have on offense besides Corey Davis? Like how else is, is Zach Wilson going to get the help? Um, you would, as a Jets fan, you would probably hope that the running game gets better because Tevin Coleman getting nine carries for 24 yards ain't going to do it. Um, but the biggest storyline in this game, because on Carolina now you have Sam Darnold, who was the former Jets quarterback during the course of his rookie deal. He goes and throws for uh, yeah 24 for 35, 279 and a touchdown. And you also have, of course, Christian McCaffrey, who is just a um, fantasy heartthrob having 21 carries for 98 yards and adding nine catches for 89 yards. Um, I think that's the seventh game in his career that he's been over both 75 yards rushing and 75 yards receiving. So if McCaffrey stays healthy, that'll be a super help for that offense of Sam Darnold. But, and this is where it's, it's kind of funny. You have Sam Darnold quarterback formerly on the jets now on the Panthers. Robbie Anderson, wide receiver, formerly on the Jets, now on the Panthers. The only catch Robbie Anderson had yesterday, he had three targets, but the only catch he had was a 57-yard pass from Sam Darnold for the only touchdown Carolina scored that entire game. <clears throat> and Jets fans probably kicking themselves, uh, screaming into a pillow at the sight of of that big play happening, seeing Robbie Anderson blow by the two safeties and corners that were responsible for that coverage. And that was the difference maker in that game. It was not an impressive game whatsoever. Um, it was really, yeah, mellow. That was for sure. Like um, when I was watching the red zone for the, for the, first half of those one o'clock games yeah not a lot of scoring going on um but carolina was able to really ramp things up uh at the, at the end of or let's see yeah at the end of the first half um to where they had a field goal a touchdown and a touchdown to close and they kind of just held on from there added a field goal um and yeah just just hung on pretty much jets had a, a good drive at the end of the game but uh there just wasn't enough time and uh and carolina was able to run run the ball out um so good revenge game for sam Darnold, that's for sure and yeah so the so if we're forecasting what's next for the afc east you have the bills like i said visiting the dolphins so that could i mean the thing that's favorable, say, if the Bills do lose is that it's early in the season, but still early on, you don't want to be two games behind, um, <clears throat> you know, like to, to the Miami Dolphins. And, yeah, the Patriots, they go to New York to play the Jets next week, so two interdivision matchups, and we'll see what happens. I, It's going to be – it's cool already that we have – Mac Jones, or we had Mac Jones versus Tua Tungavailoa, the two Alabama quarterbacks, um, face off against each other yesterday. And now upcoming, you have the number two overall pick versus the number 15 overall pick in Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. So both of those matchups should be fun. I doubt 
being in the Buffalo area, I'll be able to see the Pates, uh, the Patriots Jets game. So I'll be um, seeing stuff via the the red zone, uh, NFL red zone, which that is just great. Um, seven hours of commercial free football. It is absolute crack for a Sunday. Um, and yeah, so I'll be watching them via there because I doubt that uh, that um, the Bills and Dolphins will get booted off of the off of the channel. But uh, I get yeah. So that's that's what it is. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it.